If you are not living for Jesus, you are an eternal failure. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Charles Stanley, and he's talking to us about how we need to let God lead. We need to stop struggling and just follow God's lead in our life, and how basically that we can't live like the devil and do all these things and not obey God and expect God's blessings to surround us. Here's the message. You cannot deliberately, willfully disobey God over here in one area without it becoming two, without it spilling over into three and over into four and over into five. And that's why it is dangerous to come to church and listen to the truth and willfully, deliberately rationalize your disobedience and walk away. That is dangerous because what happens is any area that I have a deliberate, willful area of disobedience is going to multiply unless I deal with it. Welcome to In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Most of us don't like to give up control, and we'll fight to keep even the illusion of power. But for a truly satisfying life, God has to be in charge. Dr. Stanley continues his message from yesterday and asks this challenging question. Are you willing to make an unconditional surrender to Jesus Christ? When you and I trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, that wasn't the end. That wasn't even his goal. His goal is that you and I would live unconditionally, surrender to him every day of our life. I'm not going to tell you it's easy to make a full surrender of your life to him, to tell him, Lord, whatever you want is what I want. It's painful. It's difficult. It's hard sometimes. And even after you do it, it's difficult and painful. And sometimes it, it demands a sacrifice to unconditionally tell him, unconditionally just lay it, give it all to him. Because we naturally have our wills and our wants and our desires and our plans. There's nothing wrong with that as long as they fit into God's will and God's plan, which is always best. But there'll be times when he will require of us something that we do not want to give up. Now, I want you to think about this before we talk about how to do it. I want you to think about a fourfold promise that belongs to every single one of us. And please listen carefully. And please, my friend, be honest with yourself for just a few moments because I don't know what it is that God's put his finger on in your life and he's waiting for you to, to unconditionally surrender, but you've not done it yet. And you've explained it away and you already know what it is. So, oh, God, I'll do anything in the world you want me to do, but I can't handle that. And God says, yes, you can. You know what? Every time I've ever told God I couldn't do something, that's what I hear. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And sure enough, you know what I discovered? Yes, I could. Every single time. When you say, oh, God, I can't do anything God tells us to do, yes, we can. I don't know what it is that God's put his finger on, but I do know this. Yes, you can. Now listen, here's what you and I are forfeiting with our little desires over here and our little plans and what we are going to do, none of which is right. None of, listen, and none of which is the best that God wouldn't be dealing with us about it. Here's what we do. With that little thing over here that we're not willing to give up, here's what we're willing to sacrifice. Because here's what God offers. 
When a person makes an unconditional surrender of their life and all that relates to them to Jesus Christ, no restrictions, draw no lines, no bargaining, no arguments, total surrender, here's what happens. When a person does that, they position themselves for God's maximum blessing. That is, because you have totally surrendered yourself to Him, then He can bless you any way He wants to and as much as He wants to. And there's nothing to keep Him from blessing you. Maximum blessing. The second thing that's in that hand is maximum usefulness. When you are totally, unconditionally surrendered to Christ, there's nothing in your life that keeps you from being used to the maximum of your potential. The third thing that's in that hand is maximum intimate fellowship. When you are unconditionally surrendered to Jesus Christ, there's nothing in your life to keep you from being intimately to the maximum of your potential being related to Jesus Christ. Does that sound pretty good so far? Maximum blessing, maximum usefulness before God, maximum intimate fellowship with Him, and the fourth thing in that hand is maximum power of the Holy Spirit. That is because there's nothing to obstruct the flow of the Spirit of God in your life. The Holy Spirit will flow through your life and work in your life and make an impact through your life that will never be able to happen as long as there's an area of rebellion. Now look at this. Look over here, this puny little thing you've been holding on to. It may be that you have it, that you won't tithe, not that you can't, won't. We need to get those words right. Can't and won't. There are a lot of things I say I can't. The truth is I won't. Let me ask you a question. Are you carrying on a relationship that's putting static in your relationship to Christ? And every time you get down to pray, you know it's not right? Are you spending God's money on something that brings you some form of pleasure, security, when you know it belongs to God? Are you staying in a job that you have because you want the security of it rather than doing what God wants you to do? If you don't do what God says do when God says do, it is an act of rebellion. It doesn't make any difference how we color it up. It's rebellion. You can give a thousand reasons for not obeying God. Not a single one of them is acceptable in the eyes of God. And guess what I want you to see? A lot of praying that goes on never even gets as high as the ceiling in this sanctuary. You say, oh, God answers my prayers. You mean God answers your prayers? And you're over here living in rebellion here, indifference here, excusing here, counterfeiting here, disobeying God here. And you think God's answering your prayers? No, He's not. You say, look at all the good things that have happened to me. Do you know why? Read Romans chapter 2. He says, know you not that the goodness of God is for the purpose of leading you to repent of your sins and to get right with God. Listen, one of the expressions of the grace of God is His goodness in order to get our attention to get us to get right with Him. Listen to me carefully. God knows I love you. Do you know what it's costing the kingdom of God for folks like us to live with, an, with a conditioned, restricted commitment to Jesus Christ? It is costing millions of souls 
It is costing the kingdom of God billions and billions and billions of dollars that could be used in ministry. It is costing people not to be taught, not to be trained because too many of God's people had rather sit and explain it away and draw a line and say, this is all I'm going to do. Listen carefully. You cannot deliberately, willfully disobey God over here in one area without it becoming two, without it spilling over into three and over into four and over into five. And that's why it is dangerous to come to church and listen to the truth and willfully, deliberately rationalize your disobedience and walk away. That, listen, that is dangerous because what happens is any area that I have a deliberate, willful area of disobedience is going to multiply unless I deal with it. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been some times when I was a little late surrendering and the pressure got so great, I wanted to hold up a bed sheet and say, God, <laughs> don't, don't miss it. Don't miss it. But just that's because I was unwilling to be obedient to him when he first brought it up. And God knows how to put the pressure on us. Now, how do you make full surrender? Now, listen, this is so simple. Before I tell you how, let me just say this. You know that that's a pen. My daughter gave me that nice pen about two Christmases ago. And the reason she gave it to me is because she knew that I needed one to write. So this pen writes. That's what it's for. So suppose this pen said, I'm willing to look good, but I'm not willing to write. I'll feel good. I fit your hand well. I'll look good. I'll remain full of ink, but I'm not going to write. <laughs> you know what I do with this pen? After a while, I just go, Whoosh. except that it has personal value because of who gave it to me. But if it were just a pen, I'd throw it in the garbage. Because that's what you do. I'll give you an example. When you buy a little cheap plastic pen, I dare not name any of them, but when you, when you buy a little cheap plastic pen and finally it's all written out, what do you do? You toss it in the trash. Why? Because it ceased doing the thing for which it was made. Now let me ask you a question. Now listen to me carefully. God knows I want you to get this. Do you realize how patient God has been with all of us all these years that we have not done what He created us for? And that's to serve Him and to live for Him and to honor Him and to glorify Him by the life that we've lived? You toss plastic pins in the garbage can. God in His grace waits. The only difference is this. There's going to come a time when time runs out and waiting's over. And some of you are going to live your life. Years and years and years and years of your life are going to go by. And the very thing God created you for, you will never do. You're talking about a disaster. You're talking about failure. My friend, you can be the president of anything. And you can be a multi, multi, multi anybody. But I want to tell you something. If your life is not committed to Jesus Christ and you are not living for Him, you are an eternal failure. That was Dr. Charles Stanley. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Dr. Charles Stanley, Let Go, 
and let God lead. Stop struggling. You can also find out more information about him at his website, intouch.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.